0: We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can
1: you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144, and it says, He
2: trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly.
0: Welcome in, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio with Scott Beeson. It is a Friday, the 7th day of April in the year of our Lord, 2023. I hope you've had a great morning so far, and I hope the last 21 hours since we last visited have gone well as well. Amy Beth Shaver is with me. So is Allison Sinclair. She is in a rare form. Big Dave, as well, as well. There's nothing wrong with as well, as well. <laughs> it's very, very Especially well. when I hope that 21 hours have gone well, as well, as well. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? You caught yourself
2: yesterday. I know, but I'm
0: I'm convinced myself it may be grammatically correct. I mean,
2: I think it is. Okay,
0: that's all I need. Sky, how are you today? Uh, Just wonderful. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday to you. Happy Good Friday to everybody out there. I I did, um, I asked a question, by the way. Uh, This probably shouldn't be my morning diatribe, but we should, okay. Oh, gosh. This afternoon, ask your children, ask your grandchildren. You see them over the weekend. Hey, what did y'all do for school? What did y'all do at school about Easter? Did y'all do anything for Easter? Some people some of the children will say, No. And you're like, Really? Did we really go Holy Week? Easter? Nothing at the schools? And then you'll get another set of answers from another child, which will be, Well, we did some bun we colored some bunnies and we had some eggs. I said, Well do you know, did y'all ever Talk about the you know the, the history of Easter. Why you know, why is there an Easter? It's not just a word. I mean, why is there an Easter? Did y'all did y'all do anything about that? The answer will be no. And I think it's one of those things that we need to kind of grapple with culturally is have we really erased Easter? Even in Alabama, even in our schools in Alabama? I mean Now now I realize when I say erased Easter, we didn't necessarily erase the Easter bunny. We didn't necessarily erase getting some candy at the school, but did we just totally pretend that there's not... Because I promise if this was... uh, Let me see if I can make up another day. I'm just going to make it up. It was... No, that was going to insult the Muslims. Um, Because it was going to rhyme with Ramadan. Um, But if there was just another holiday, Junkies Day...
2: God, you can't even do that. not okay. uh, They're called...
0: Jumanji Day. How's that? Okay. That's a great day. Jumanji game. Day. There would be a whole class. There would be a whole lesson on the Jumanjiites and that they celebrate Jumanji Day and it's a wonderful day. It's very important to them and they believe that on Jumanji Day that blah, 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 blah. There would be all that, right? Because that right. would be educational. That would be, oh, this, we need to make sure we appreciate other cultures. But on Easter... In the United States. Is there any mention of the word Christianity, Christians, Jesus, Resurrection, Death, any of that stuff? No. You know this is radio, Allison. You gotta say no.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> shaking head. her head with We're a look amazing. on her face. We're thinking You're thinking. About it. Oh, it's so early, Scott. I don't know why you did this, but it's just it's I don't think that's the place of the public school. If you want your kids All right, time out. Okay.
0: But if we did Jumanji Day, my kids know more about St. Patrick than they know Easter. The kids know more about uh, Cinco de Mayo yeah,
1: than no, they do that's Easter. Not a religion, but see, I think though that uh, if you in eighth grade they taught the kids about the pillars of Islam. I know because Wesley was at a middle school in eighth huh? grade, and so she learned all about that in the spring. Mm-hmm. And so, if we're going to learn about that, then we equally get to learn about why this is whatever is going on because we would also learn about let's say um high and holy days for our jewish brothers and sisters uh-huh. Uh-huh. so we could take the religion out of it but why i don't know that we would necessarily need to if you're going to say easter is about this and christmas is about this and ramadan is about this if you're going to teach about ramadan if you're going to teach about high and holy days and you know any of that Then also include from a
3: historical, factual,
0: this is is what these people believe.
1: Right. Because if we don't, then we're telling people, I think, then you're translating that maybe there's something to this religion that you don't want talked about in the schools. Maybe there is power behind this religion, and so we have to exit out and cancel it. But
2: I do. Oh, go ahead. Well, where was she in? I mean, was she in a private school? No. Okay, see, I have a problem with that. I think if you're, but I just don't think you should teach any religion in a public government school. But I don't know that they've ever taught, I know they talk about like the Crusades and history, and they talk about, you know, Islam as a religion from a historical perspective, but I don't think they talk about, you know, the Islamic holidays. Well, but what they were learning in eighth grade was that they were learning about the pillars
1: of Which are the Um, tenants. The tenants, excuse Mm -hmm. me.
0: But they call them the pillars.
1: And they call them the pillars. And they spent like three weeks on the pillars. Well, if you're going to do that, then you're also going to need to include other tenants of other religious faiths. You can do it in history class. Mm -hmm. But we are teaching them religion in school. We are teaching them Marxism.
0: We are teaching them humanism.
1: We are teaching them humanism. There is Mm -hmm. a foundation. There's the Christian worldview-like you know, essentially going back to the French Revolution and John Locke. There's a Christian worldview and then there's everything else. But if you remove and say this is not religion, this is looking on the world stage of human history, this is why people called Christians believe this and celebrate it. But I would equally expect then that they would do that, you know, at Passover. This is why. And so it doesn't have to be a religious lesson that somebody inserts their opinion into because if our children were learning just the basics of logic and reason which i know in some of my classes i've seen their notebooks from school when one of our kids was there they do talk about logic it's fantastic however uh if we taught them how to think then when we said in the timeline of history in history class this is why this is celebrated Why is there a problem? Like, I don't think there would be a problem with it. It wouldn't be, hey, everybody, open up your Bible and let's, like, go to Luke. But you'd be doing something every single day. No, no. I think that if it were at a holiday, it could be one of two ways. I think if it's at a holiday, we say this is why this this people group or this group of people celebrates Easter, for example, or they celebrate Christmas, or they celebrate Hanukkah, or they celebrate Ramadan. This is why. I think a history class would be a great place to talk about it if you unfolded all of history from a historical perspective and made it a history lesson, not necessarily... You know, because if they do evangelize, well, you're right to do that. doesn't end at the schoolhouse door. But I think it's missing from our history classes because some people, like my husband, had no idea why, you know, he didn't know that much about Christmas when he was little. They didn't really talk about it. But I think if we did it well, removing the religious part of it for people who were squeamish,
2: then you could talk about it from history. Oh, okay, so... This is where and Scott and I've talked about this and he disagrees. I would just rather have none of it in schools. Well, and,
0: I would and, rather And leave here's it with the thing, the if we believe there was none of it, it would probably work. Well, but, that, it's, but it's like everything else is that we go, okay, fine. We'll agree to do none of it. But the other side doesn't believe that way. They right. they are all in, especially with secular humanism. I mean, and I get that that's not quote religion, but it it is religion. It, you it, it don't is their worldview. kids in
2: public school. I have just fallen there. Like, the public school, if you want your kids to have a Christian education, you do not have them in public school. I feel like back in the day, like, when we were growing up, public school... Because you had Christmas
0: when we were growing up. You, had, you were out for Christmas break. Yeah, but and don't I don't, don't it remember Christmas it Friday? being
2: about Jesus. Did you sing songs? Because I know, like, Chris yeah, but, talks about
1: his Mountain Gap Middle School, and they would sing religious songs they sang hymns because here's the thing if we're in a public school setting we still cling to our judeo judeo christian ethic still and the reason why i know that we do is that if you look in middle schools or you look in high schools they have character awards and they give those out regularly like skittles which is a wonderful thing like it is fantastic But they're recognizing that these kids have character and they've displayed excellence in one way or the other. We also see that in schools, they're admonishing kids to be good. Like, do this and do that, be kind. kind. Why? If there's no underlying foundational principle, why would you ever tell them to be good? Where does that foundational principle come from? Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Otherwise, if there's nothing... Why would you listen to them and, and at
0: that, all? That is one of the things that we're we're a little bit warped with in the West, mm-hmm. in America, uh, places that are that were under the realm of Christendom, is that all the most of all the things that we think are good. Mm-hmm. And how we think each other should act and how we should treat each other and be kind and be respectful and help others and serve others. And all these things that we hold up are, as our ideals, this is how we think. This is what a good person is. Those are all Christianity. Right. But, but we don't realize that. We don't know that. And we don't realize that there's other cultures where if you're in this cast... You don't have to be kind. You don't have to be good. You don't have to be nice. You don't have to be any of that. To these other people over here, Yeah, all so many of our values, if not almost all of our values, are Christian values. And we want our kids to learn them. We want them to do all that. But we don't want to say where they came from. Well, but right. we don't realize that in America because we don't have... We weren't exposed to other cultures and other things. So we don't realize what the world was slash is without Christianity. Right. So we jumping off what you said, Abs, which is, well, we just teach everybody all the tenets of it. Right. Without saying what it and is. And then we have to pretend that we're not teaching that Right. at school because that would be teaching religion. Right. But we are teaching religion every day.
2: Yes. You got go to We just don't
0: say what it came from.
2: Yeah. You have to go back to, this is such a great, like, a, a, a great discussion about. I'm sorry. It's early. It's only 919. But anyway, are people g- born good? No. Or are people born? No. Right. But, Humanists you
0: know, teach that we're born good. Right.
2: That's what I'm saying. That is their religion, and they are starting from a place of people are born good. Therefore, we can teach without God. We can teach how to share, how mm-hmm. to be kind, how to consider others.
0: Which I don't really we're- understand why they think you have to teach that since they were born with it.
2: Exactly. I will argue every day that we are born evil because I did not have to teach my three-year-old a toy from,
0: you know, from the other yes, child,
2: yes. how to pitch a fit. Right. That's and, a good and, point. And I also think that, you're right,
1: humanists do believe that we are born good, but then you've got the problem of evil. And so how do you, how do you reckon with that part when they are throwing things in three-year-old class oh, or easy. they're pantsing or right. they're, like, tossing cars out the right. door? You know, like, so... You're right. They do come from that vantage point of we're born good, except you're around a person for five minutes and you know they're not. So that doesn't wash. Mm -hmm. So if you go back, you don't have to teach religion. But if we had the schools that our grandparents had, and I'm not advocating that we... Like, we couldn't pass their 8th grade graduation right.
0: test. No, I'm hoping but you're advocating you, that we do, actually, but, but adopt I think what it they was, did. It's
1: not bad, but I think yeah. if you operate in that vantage point, if you go back to 17-whatever-87 and Horace Mann and the public mm-hmm. schools and blah, 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 you still had an underlying foundation, even though they were uh, socialist. If you look at John Dewey. If you, you look at this, they were not Christians, but there's still an underlying foundational belief of a common morality that everybody shared. So if you understand that, then you can teach the religions of the world just flat. You take from it what you want. Mm-hmm. This is the history of why people believe what they believe. You
2: decide for yourself. Right. But you're operating, it's 2023, and for the first time ever... Less than fifty percent of America identifies as Christian.
1: And look at our world where we are today. We have trans in our schools,
2: but we're saying we don't want to teach introduce the the idea of religion at all. There's this myth of neutrality that you all are operating under in this and that, Mm -hmm. and and nothing is ever neutral. And our teachers are not Christian. Not are not, but most, like, yeah. in the past, when we were growing up, you could kind of assume, Right. again, at best, the public schools At were least neutral. in the South. And now, I think they are extremely antagonistic towards... And look, and I don't disagree
1: with that. I just think that if you were to teach the pillars of Islam, or you were to teach the high and holy days of Israel or Jews, or the Jewish people then do it in a history class, unfold it in one segment and that's it. I'm not advocating for every class
2: we pray and do all those things, not at all. I would rather just stay in the family. That's
0: just me. All right, we'll pick this up. we got a lot of other stuff. Eric the Dog's going to be up next. You do not want to miss a moment of it on this good Friday that we are celebrating here at Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio with Scott Beeson, Amy Beth Shaver, Allison Sinclair. Poor old Sky Catman dude is like, y'all got to start the show. I'm pointing. I'm grunting over here. I'm giving you the yeah, signal, like you man. even realize it's time to go because I was arguing with Allison. The oh. show never ends. We Allison and I don't always... We don't argue. No. Except for the time you wanted me to have a list. A spirit in the bait. podcast. Remember that day when Uh-oh. she was all mad and, yeah, she was, and she not- she was. No,
2: you were late because you were getting a cheeseburger. <laughs> a
0: cheeseburger? <laughs> I <would> tell people.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's Sounds like, better when you drive-to. had
0: obligations.
1: Yeah, you were. You, you, you never text where you are. <laughs> never tell people what your appointments are. Nah. And it's never. It's At Scott. least I've
0: started to open y'all's text messages. That's a plus. You know what? It is a plus. That we're so
1: a- happy to be noticed by you, Scott.
0: It is an improvement. I don't open email. I quit doing that when I got out of the legislature. It's not So you have really to call me, point. tell me you sent it, me an email, yes. then I'll go look for it. And
2: look, Scott good. has called me two days in a row, and I told him he better stop because Start now bad habit. I'm going to get my feelings hurt. Well, she yep. thinks
0: I like her, but
2: Yeah. No, yeah it's all right. Better.
0: It's all business. Yeah, business. business. All, just to make the show good. Uh, let's go to the phones. Um, Eric, the dog, is up first. Eric, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening.
3: Hola. Uh, yeah. Hola. Uh, como esta? Y'all have made the best case ever for school choice. Mm
4: -hmm. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Like anybody who objects to this line that y'all been going down, fine.
0: Mm -hmm.
4: How about you have a choice of where you put your kid? I'll put Mm -hmm. my kid where I want him. And then may the best non-Baronary trans individual uh, who hasn't reached maturity yet win.
3: Win. (laughs)
0: Well, really, I mean, you're right, Eric. Why can't we have school choice? And, and then a lot of these problems, a lot of these issues, a lot of these debates, personally, I believe, you know, I would go back to how these schools in Alabama were a couple of decades ago you no, had. I mean, we used to get that's out for Easter. We either got out for Good Friday or we got Friday, out for yeah. Easter. It was a holiday. It was a holiday because it was a Christian holiday. There's there's really no other day more important in the history of the world than the day that Jesus rose from the dead. Yes. I mean, you know, that that's it. There's nothing better. I mean, Easter is more important, in my opinion, than even Christmas is, well. if you're if you're looking at the history of the world. And the fact that Schools don't even get out. Many of them don't even get out for Good Friday or Easter. And then you fast forward a few more years and Easter does, is not even a Christian holiday. Easter doesn't have anything to do with Jesus. Easter. So, it's just, so you're right, Eric. Just give us our money and let us send our children to the school that we want to send them to. And I will bet you, Eric, don't take me up on this bet because you'll lose. But I think you'll bet with me and we'll bet against somebody else. That all the leftist libs will want their children to attend the school that has the values and the principles and has Easter and might actually paddle somebody's backside every once in a while if they act wrong. I guarantee you they'll want their kids to go there. But then they'll work their way into the board and start trying to figure out how to not teach Jesus.
2: Wait, why do you say that?
0: Because it's like everything else, the leftists want to have a, um, you know, how do I explain it? They always want to have a Las Vegas to, to go to, they want Sin City to go to, but they want to live in Mayberry.
2: So you think they choose like it's a like Hillsdale. Bedford Falls
0: and Pottersville? You know the movie, It's yeah. a Wonderful Life. I always say, you know, folks always ask, they always want the thing, the things that give them Pottersville, but they want to live in Bedford Falls.
2: You don't think they'd choose the Magic City Acceptance Academy? No,
0: no, I don't think so. You know, I not think it's in mass the same numbers because they could do that now, but they're not just overrun with folks.
1: It, it, isn't it the same way though? Just simply, simply looking at it this way, like with COVID, these these libs are out there like shot, 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 get the shot. But we know that they're not letting their kids get the shot. You know, I mean, That's like a good point. They're they're saying one thing, they do another, mm-hmm. and how what they do at home is what they really believe. Which is why they would choose the school with values, right. even though up front they're like, yes, we accept and love everybody. But right. where are you sending your sk- your kids yeah. to
0: school? Well, why, why do the super elitist, Eric and Abs and Al, why do they send their kids to these fine private schools Correct. while they tell everybody else, you must do this in the public school and you must do that in the public school and you got to have this well, in the public Obama school. Obama children. you got to accept that in the public school. Well, but our kids aren't going to go to that Clinton school. Clinton children. Right. It's, so exactly education right. education is the great Brooke. equalizer. Yep. If you put that's everybody, right. if everybody
4: has a great education, you put people with different values with the same base knowledge.
3: You lose your ability to be elite.
0: Mm. That's
4: exactly hey, like right. That's, that's I, I
3: personally
0: profound. believe, Eric, that that's one of the reasons our public schools are failing across the country is the elites don't want competitors; they just want workers.
2: Yes, they, and want they
0: intend you know, for their families go, to be you in charge from, charge from you Their kids you go.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, if you look at most of our legislators in Montgomery, their kids and grandkids do not go to public school. I'm we're finding that today, out more and more. We
1: should just do that little investigation. Yeah. Just say some names. That's the ultimate hypocrisy to me. You know what? We're going to do it next week. Hey, Montgomery legislators, BTW, the ones that won't give a school choice, we'll find out where your kids go to school. <laughs> not a threat. Just would like to investigate because we've got family in Montgomery. Um, and then we're going to ask you why you won't. Why,
0: it like, why you let won't? That move why you forward? won't let our kids go to yeah. where they want?
1: Just, just Eric, ask the dog. Will help. It's us called a investigation. Investigation.
0: Not yeah, Eric, could you help pledgers. us, ma'am?
1: Could you oh. help us find that out?
4: I will. I know some people that could probably find out. you know? Eric uh, knows some people. I, yeah,
0: you'd be surprised who I know. They'd be surprised too. You know, Eric, I appreciate you, people, brother. Great call, man. Adios. No, Eric brings up good points, and and, and y'all make a good point. I, I knew that a number of legislators, their kids go to private schools. Um, some of them, well, a big portion of them in the old days were in urban areas. And I was like, what? Uh, your children, Y'all all went to private school, your children go to private schools, and we're having all these... Fights about the public schools, and I'm a terrible person if I want to have school choice, and and I'm a racist because I want to have school choice, and then you don't send your own kids to the schools that you're saying. There's, but it, but it,
2: there's, there's, there's like a There's like a legislator that I am thinking of who pulled his kids out of public school because of the furry issue, put him in a private Christian school, and I'm like, is
0: he for school choice? Yes. Okay, so he at least he's yes. He's consistent with it. Is yeah. it
1: someone we've had on our podcast? I'm thinking of somebody else that did the same thing. Do you remember? I yeah. Um, we'll have yeah. a show between the shows. Yeah.
0: Hey but y'all don't anyway. y'all don't worry about no one out there, listeners, because I don't know what they're talking about either. So it's, we're it's, all good. It's woman
1: language. But yes, know I can what tell that. Saying. Y'all are looking we, at each other. I can't have, read like, any like of it. Her one eye is watering, my other eyes watering. So like we're a, so a high yeah. mind today that is on fire. But just as a point of accountability, because we are about crushing the sacred cows of shows.
0: And with that, she said, uh, "Stick with us to, for Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back." And, and I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating the second part of this guy. <clears throat> the second part will be, well, uh, we are uh, we are thinking about doing some of them uh, tax cuts and. Uh, <laughs> Which one do you want? Do you want some tax cuts or you want school choice? We can't we can't do it both. We got to be mindful of a budget process. That's what I'm thinking is got another good chance.
1: Really it's fantastic. But when you read that, were you surprised?
0: No, I, I wasn't surprised at all. They, um, Scott, if you're wondering, I, I did that because that that was my cough button that I did. Um... No, I'm really, really not. Um, It's just sad. Because the way the school choice bills are, are, are being done, they're allowing parents to have the amount of money that is allotted for that child in the budget process. So if you have a school, say you have a school that has 500 kids in the school. Right. And... 50 of those kids decide to go somewhere else. Well, yes, a certain amount of money that would have gone to that school for those 50 kids going to that school um, won't go to that school. But neither will the 50 kids which means you don't have as many needs without the 50 kids that are going to that school because we budget that way. We budget on a per pupil basis for the most part. Schools that have more students get more money because they have more students. Schools that have less students get less money because they have less students. And to get into this quagmire of starting to say basically, we well, all don't understand how this works and we've got to be mindful of the budget, budgeting process well, then why doesn't the Speaker of the Alabama House or the Senate Pro Tem call some of the other states that are already doing and leading on this and say, hey, we got a question. How are we all doing the budget stuff? Now, one of the reasons that probably won't happen is because the person on the other line, on the other end of the line will go in purposeful silence <laughs> while they're thinking Y'all have struggled with math for decades down there, haven't you? Because y'all don't get it, and you're old people. And I'm just, I'm blown away. But the the problem they've got is they automatically want to say no. And they're figuring out how they can say it. And when you say things like, we've got to be mindful of the budget process. Now, here's the beauty of it. The Speaker of the Alabama House, Senate Pro Tem, Greg Reed, uh, any of those guys, Nathaniel Ledbeier, better being the speaker, they can prove me wrong. They can show the people of the state of Alabama, oh, no, no, we, we've got it. We can do it. We can lead. We'll, we'll phase it in over a couple of years, whatever. They can prove me wrong, but I'm not sure they have the uh, have the fortitude to do it.
1: It is amazing. And I was just pulling up some notes i had made for a, a piece I did in the fall that modern school choice has come came to maturity following the landmark brown v board of education back in 1954. and so to say that in alabama now you have to be mindful of the budgets i will bring back the question i asked on friday i don't want to know the name of these uh elected officials kids names i don't want to know their names but i do want to know how many people down there that are our elected officials have kids in private schools. I want to know that. Because I think the only way to deal with such incompetence and or narcissism, I can't decide which it is. And maybe our listeners know if it's one or the other, or maybe it's both, is the only way to get to them sometimes is to shame and expose right because it feels like that's going to be the only thing which are worthless measures that we take against one another but it seems like that's the only way to get anything done like there will be a rally tomorrow i think I think that, um, you know, Terry Latham was on to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, for the love of all that's good and holy, this is your answer. This is this the best is you've got. The best you've got.
0: Alabama Unfiltered Radio with Sky B. name the best shaver is with me. Sky's running the program. Sky Diggity? Diggity. Yeah. Not Doggity. <laughs> yeah. Because you're a cat person. Sky yeah. Kitty. Sky Kitty <laughs> Kitty-key. I, I'm Diggity, a dog whatever. person it's too. Just, it's just nothing uh, good. My, my last dog uh, has, uh,
2: He's has departed. Up.
0: Yes, he's departed yes. this uh, I just don't feel like getting another one I don't want what to, do you say that, that you've departed this earthly sphere this worldly there's an old phrase people used to say he's parted this and gone to the celestial cross the home. rainbow I bridge know. I just' I'm, I'm poorly educated apparently. so let's get to the phones hopefully someone who is educated on the topic Cooper, welcome to the program. hope you're well. thank you for listening.
3: I'm doing good, thank you. Yeah, I, I think school choice and uh, quite a few other subjects are good for the state. But uh, unfortunately, our legislature, our governor's office, uh, just about everything else you
0: can name at the state is bought and paid for. They definitely have the, the groups that they are loyal to. And that loyalty is very, very difficult to break. And I wish they were that loyal to their own voters, to their own citizens, but um, but they're not, Cooper. Well, at least they haven't proven that to me many, many times. Sometimes they get it right, but the, the, the majority of the time, they are beholden to the special interest.
3: They're going to go with Alabama Power Company, AEA, American Materials. The medical association—that's who gives them the money—and that, as someone said, that's mother milk politics. Yeah, I
0: wonder, Cooper, how it works exactly. Because if you if you say Blue Cross or the power company or the uh, medical association, whoever those groups—they're fine with school choice, in my opinion. Um, but I think what is how it's done is. They've kind of divided it up, and they're like, hey, look, you over there? If it's an issue that does the doctors, we'll, we'll all be for whatever you're for. And then if it's an issue that deals with insurance, all the rest of them say, okay, look, we'll be for you on that, but you got to make sure you're for us on, quote, unquote, our issue. Hmm. So when you get the Alabama Education Association saying, we don't want school choice— Because we see education as a jobs program, and we are going to, we want to lock it down just like it is. All the other special interests say, well, that's their issue. They're with us when we need them. We're with them when they need us. And that's how this whole special interest cabal uh, works, Cooper. And, And that's why it's difficult sometimes for us to think, well, God, why is that group, why do they care? Okay, great example. All these companies that really kind of were probably hurt by raising the gas tax said, "Hey, look, infrastructure stuff, that's on the road builder guys. If y'all want it, we're for you. You just remember that y'all are for us when it comes to school choice or whatever." And uh, and that's that's how it apparently works, Cooper. Yeah. Hey,
3: I'm enjoying the show. I'm going to hang up and listen.
0: You got it, buddy. I appreciate the call. Absolutely. Let's go on to uh, the next phone call. Eric the dog. Welcome to the program, Eric. I hope you're doing well. Hola. 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 ¿Cómo está? Uh, estoy frío hoy,
4: pero you cold.
0: Frío? frío. Frio? Is it?
1: Yeah. It's it is kind of cold. But. But what? Wait. It's it's
0: cold, but maybe it'll warm up later. Gotcha. I missed the target. About half. We got you. Gotcha. You're half. very good. You know, I really. How, I'm how much polishing. do we, Eric? How much do Abs and I have to know, so that when people introduce us, like to go speak somewhere, they go, "Oh, they're they know two languages." You know how they always say that about somebody who yes, speaks four languages. How much do you have to know to count that? I mean, dude,
4: George Bush read a speech in Spanish, and that dude can't speak a lick.
0: <laughs> Spanish is very yeah, They talked about how he knew like six languages. Here's here's how they did it. He said, uh, George, how many languages you know? He said uh, English, Spanish, uh, Portuguese. He just had to name Drunken six knees. languages. And they're like, that, that's what we're talking about. You're good. You get, you get six or eight. Right. You get drunkenness, sarcasm, <laughs> politics. Pig Latin. That's good. <laughs> right. uh,
4: you know... These these legislatures are, are they're trying to piss me off and it's working. You know, K. Ivey signs this stupid fentanyl bill. Yeah, I said it's stupid. There's already books. There's already laws on the book that will, will do the exact same thing. So I don't. Yeah, even but to fentanyl anybody. is a
0: new word, and we we have to do it. We have to have a law on the new word, Eric. Just like we have to have mm. more laws about distracted driving. So we have to get a uh, no texting, can't text while you drive. I thought that was distracted driving. Now we have, what well, we're about to get, no holding your phone while you drive to Look go here, with Jason. the no texting right. while you drive. <laughs> so both of those are still distracted driving. But, you know, the legislators, man, he's doing his job. She is down there just, just making laws, Eric.
4: Look here, Jason. Don't <laughs> feed me this crap. I'm not having it. <laughs> but she's got she she signed that bill like like it was a hot potato, and now she has got one sitting down there for uh, school choice. Is it? She can't decide. No, pe- being able to visit people that are sick without having to jump through a bunch of friggin' hoops and get the jab if you don't want it. She, right. She can't,
0: well, my guess really is sure. the hospital association or the medical association is like, wait a minute now. We enjoyed telling people they couldn't see their family members. We enjoyed people dying alone in our hospital rooms. There might be the next COVID. We need to have that power.
4: No, they don't. They don't need no more power. They're, they're punched off with power. I'm, t- I'm seriously, I'm over these people. They, they, what they need is a good dose of reality, and they need to be around some folks who give it to them. Uh, or they can just put on those pink hats, join the parade, put the sign on and be what you are. I mean, I can handle dealing with you if you're honest about who you are. What I can't right. handle right. is you pretend to be something you ain't and then you want me to pretend with you. We've already got this mm. Ooh, I almost said something. We already got this transgender transvestite circus going on. Now you now the politicians want to do it. They're transgender Republican and I'm sick of them. Okay. I'm tired of them. Fair enough,
0: See what brother. what you're going to be
4: or shut that hole under your nose, sit there, take the money we give you, and don't do squat. I'd rather pay for nothing. I'd rather because I'm already getting nothing. I might as well get that and then you trying to jam a bunch of BS laws up our posterior like you're trying to join the MDA and as a proctologist. <laughs> get out of my life.
0: Welcome back Alabama Unfiltered Radio with Scott Beeson, Amy Beth Shaver. Sky, you know, the okay. last line in that song, Scott, it's, it's not uh clearly audible, it's in the outro. But if you look okay. up the lyrics to Sweet Home Alabama, the last line in the song, my Montgomery's got the answer. How scary is that? <laughs> They've got the answer, yes, or correctly. A C- couple it's, of it's, thoughts um, if we here's got the, the answer, answer from Montgomery, can we have school choice in case my you know, no. That's the answer.
3: Pretty that, sure that's it Roddy what Van you said ed, that. wasn't talking the about the legislature. No. The the <laughs> legislature. Not <laughs> quite sure, but it, but if we have the answer, we might want to share it. Uh, it's
0: it's <sighs> getting a little late. It's uh,
1: so we're saying that big old school choice weekend, ta-da, And we're rolling it out. Mm-hmm. It was just obviously we know that was a fraud.
0: Speaking of eating, let's go to Lunchbox Bob. That Welcome that to the program. Good. You see how I did that's that? As a professional. professional. Yes. Well, that lunch. not so
3: much. That's who's Well done. It's I bet he's having a sandwich
2: for lunch.
3: It's the third <laughs> half of two babes and Scott. And there's not going to be any sandwiches today. This is disturbing news. I'd like to offer a short prayer for the journalists and editors of 1819 News. If they have to print what the speaker of the Alabama House thought was intelligent speech. They may need a sanity check after the first few moments. My goodness, to string along such incomplete sentences, false, comma splices, and then get it past an editor so you can print it in a newspaper? God bless them. That whole article full of his ignorance, I swear even my intelligence dropped after reading it. My goodness. If Natty, boss, Hog banjo, lead fighter thinks that's the way to school choice, we may be doomed. But I'm going to get to that in a minute. I have to talk for a moment about the governor. Even the governor said we were going to do school choice at the beginning of this uh, semester or this legislative session. And after meeting Ledbetter for lunch, I can believe she does honestly think of herself as a high stepper. My goodness. You beat him for lunch, she shuffles away proud that she can read a speech written by somebody else that's full of complete sentences, because he set the bar pretty low. My goodness, an asthmatic meme-all can do laps around that kind of intelligence. No wonder we have a governor that thinks she's a high stepper. If you're intimidated by a Speaker of the House that speaks in such a manner, as I read about some Republican freshman delegates being uh, earlier this month in 1819 News. Well, at the next meeting where he's going to intimidate people and tell them to go along, get along, I want an invitation. I'm bringing popcorn. I'm going to hire a polka band. I'm going to dress them in a Mexican wrestler mask just to add dignity to the event. Any legislature that is afraid of natty, Boss hog, banjo, lead Biter is a legislature who's forgotten what it means to have a healthy fear of God. My goodness, people are foolish. Bottom tier, middle tier, he was obviously educated at a lower, lower tier of the Alabama education system. And this, this brings us back to a very important thing who, what, where do we find the Constitution to stand against special interests, bribes, and easy money that slides from, from lobbyist's hands, from sources unknown? Well, I'll tell you where we don't find it. We don't find it from the pulpits of churches that where we have hype-good, feel-good music, and where you hear about the gospel of I'm the Jesus who won't judge you. If your pastor is speaking from the pulpit and telling jokes to tickle laughter from old women, you have a front seat to the problem. Weak pulpits produce weak men, and weak men obey corrupt politicians. So, when you're thinking later today about the Temple of Convenience where our Alabama legislature is meeting down there in Montgomery, I want you to know, that the low priest and natty boss hog banjo lead biter has been assured by the demons in charge that in the communist hell to come he and his family will be fine. But you your children and school choice well that's been scheduled for the altar of ignorance. Sacrifice to follow. But that's just me. Sitting back. Sipping coffee.
0: Strong, black, and slightly better. Thanks, Liz Martin. Appreciate you, brother.
1: Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered.